Hello there, wrestling fans. Welcome to the internationally known Dudes at Ringside Podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther the Third. And now introducing to the mic, my co-host for this crazy trip around the world, through the countries, and through the solar system. And now back to the earth, the metal geek, the happy heel. What's going on, Rigside Crew? What's going on, internationally known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going today? Pretty good. Pretty darn good. Had some more. Had some more coffee. <sighs> now back to this funness of this podcast that we love. Yeah. Around the world. Do we and have now, a guest show? Yes, we do. I'll introduce <laughs> the guests. No rant for Joe. Let's give a warm dudes at Ringside welcome for Scotland's own basic bitch slayer, Ruby Roberts. Hi, guys. How's it going? Nice to meet you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. So, What's going on? So, if our fans are not familiar with you, why would they not be? Introduce yourself. Uh, hello, um, I'm Ruby Roberts. I am the basic bitch slayer, which means that I basically want to rid wrestling of all the basic bitches and have women be the absolute best shining talent in wrestling. Um, so that is the mission I'm on, and I've started in Scotland and plan to take it all over the world. Can't wait to see you come to America. <laughs> hopefully very soon, but we'll see. So hopefully some of these promotions will bring you in yeah well that would be amazing yeah so who trained you um so training wise i was actually trained by my cousin bobby roberts um we have our own training school called respect pro wrestling and uh, it was basically brought up through the family kind of thing um bobby was wrestling for 10 years and uh basically asked me if i wanted to come along i I used to have a condition called uh, fibromyalgia. Well, I still do. I have a condition called fibromyalgia, which at the time was affecting me quite badly, and I actually recovered through wrestling. Mm. So um, Bobby had uh, encouraged me to come back to wrestling. I'd give it a small try when I was younger, and then I got quite ill. And uh, when I came back, through exercise, training, uh, diet, and um, everything else, I am now like a fully functioning person i get to wrestle and my fitness is much better um so yeah uh that was kind of my training story so um have like what would you say so far has been like your favorite opponent you've had in your career Okay, so um, my favourite opponent opponent so far has been Emily Hayden. Um, she is a fellow Scottish wrestler. She's doing fantastic in our scene. Um, she's recently been seen on ICW, which is on the uh, WWE Network. Um, I got the opportunity just before lockdown to wrestle her, and it was fantastic. And I'm actually very lucky because I get to wrestle her again this Sunday. Ooh. Oh, wow. That's awesome. There you go. Um, we normally have the guests plug that at the end of the show. You should tell our fans if, if um, any events you're doing coming up. Well, at the moment, um, I have the Respect Pro Wrestling We're Back show, um, which will be being filmed in Scotland and being put on YouTube on the Respect Pro Wrestling YouTube channel. Um, I have some shows, local shows in Scotland um, 
for a couple of different promotions coming up, including Pro2 Wrestling, who have advertised all of their shows on their Facebook page. Um, they have, I think, a show coming up in November 5th or 6th. I would need to double check. Um, but they're definitely worth going to check out. They have a Bell of the Brawl tournament coming up, which myself and Emily Hayden and uh, several other Scottish re- female wrestlers are going to be competing in. Awesome. So, yeah. So, how did you get your start in the wrestling business? Like, uh, was there a certain match or? Uh, or... Um, it was like I said before. It was actually um, through my cousin. Um, yeah. So Bobby was an established wrestler already when he convinced me to come and train, and it's something I'd always wanted to do. Um, I was obsessed with wrestling when I was younger. Um, I did watch wrestling when I was younger. I was obsessed with wrestling games, but there was a bit of an incident where I kind of put my brother through a TV. We su- I suplexed him through a television, um, which then resulted in us being banned from watching wrestling. So it wasn't until much later in life I came back into um, watching wrestling again and even thinking about trying to train. And when Bobby suggested it, I started training. I worked really hard um, and... Year, a couple of years later, um, I got my breakout match, which was actually my first match, which was Emily Hayden, um, my first really good, like, proper on-show match. Uh, yeah, so that was how I got my sort of initial start. And then since lockdown happened right after, I've been working on fitness. Um, I've been tra- emailing out to promoters and getting things out and started booking shows for this year. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Not awesome that you put your, your your family member through a TV, but awesome that you, your career started in a certain way that made you want to keep going, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're doing, they're doing the fitness thing, which is yeah. awesome to keep yourself busy, you know, yeah. during, during lockdown. So yeah, what would you say as a kid would be like the wrestler that you were like, that's my guy, you know? Oh, I, mean? I was a massive Attitude Era baby. I was obsessed, um, but for like different wrestlers for different reasons. So China was my main one. I literally saw China get up there and it was the first time she came in the ring where it was the run-in spot um, and then seeing her in DX. Uh, I literally just thought, yes, if she can do that, I can do that. That is amazing. Uh, Lita as well. Um, I just, they were doing things in wrestling that I hadn't seen before that point and I just couldn't get over the fact. I was like, do you know what? If, the, if those women can do that, that means I can do that. Um, and that was like my big sort of inspiration with wrestling. I was obsessed with Stone Cold Steve Austin as well, though. Like, I thought he was, well, I say obsessed. I was, I loved him. I thought he was amazing. My cousin was obsessed. Uh, he actually does a Stone Cold Bobby Roberts gimmick, or he used to, um, when he was with ICW. But uh, I... I couldn't. I, my main two were Lita and China. I just couldn't get over them. I thought they were amazing. Yeah, I, I watched that video on your Instagram. They tell Bobby that Joe the Panther the Third that does his his Stone Cold impression is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> he's perfect. That is sometimes sometimes it slips a wee bit, especially if he's just doing it for fun. But if he's really trying, he's really on point. Like it's it's fantastic. Um. There's footage uh, of the ICW show where he debuted uh, Stone Cold Bobby Roberts on YouTube. I think I've watched it like a million times. Um, I think it's just fantastic. Yeah, go back on the WWE Network and watch it. Or Peacock. We actually have Peacock over here in the United States. So 
We don't oh, have excellent. So you guys will get the, the ICW on your tally. We we still get ICW, but we we uh, they switched over because um, NBC Universal bought the rights to WWE, their library and stuff like that. So here yeah. in the United here in the United States now, it's Peacock now. Right. So, okay. So, but it's still still same. But I still wish we had the W Network over in the United States because there's a lot of disappointments with it. Like you can't rewind. You, you can't right. skip to certain matches. You have to watch the entire show, which is a big, I... which is a big disappointment. And um, I w- hope in the future they fix that. But you know, are you guys get, are you guys going to be getting Peacock, or you don't know what's going to happen? I think um, we can get Peacock on satellite telly, but we also have the network, so we can sign up to that, and it pretty much gives us full access to their entire library and. Um, not to rub it in, but you can, you know, pause it, stop it, jump ahead to matches. Like it's it's pretty excellent. Yeah. So yeah, we're very disappointed that they they discontinued W Network here in the United States. Well, hopefully they pick it back up for you because it is a very useful resource. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it's funny getting all these guests from different parts of the world. Ruby, either geeks the one that gets like super into it and looks up the matches, or he forgets, or I'm sitting on YouTube watching people I never thought in my entire because. As I said, me and Geek met in college. I told you before we're live. We did college yeah. together. And the way I met Geek is the I the resident told me, meet this guy. I'm like, he's super quiet, super shy. He doesn't really talk to many people. And then I started hanging out with Geek. And we started watching. He got, he got me an A. Another, there you go. Top of my story. There's a guy in the chat right now that is a British wrestler named Riley Measures. He always comes into our chat. Oh. Hello, nice to meet you. Hey, Riley, what's going on, dude? It's a fellow wrestling brother of yours. Um, yep. Me and he started, He got me into the independent wrestling scene. He got me into Ring of Honor. Super right. got me into Ring of Honor. And ever since, I've just been riding this role. And then we started doing this podcast. And I have more respect for the independent. I like for all wrestling. But the indies, I like to give them the platform more than anybody else. Because yeah. indies have indies nowadays with the, with the pandemic had a hard time before they were letting the fans back in the gates. So yeah. I would be like almost the preacher of the podcast saying, "Go support your indies. It doesn't matter who you look up. Look up indies on YouTube. You'll find something." Totally. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Follow follow that them. Um, what you call it? Not follow follow them, but you know what I mean. Follow them on social media. Um, yeah. Buy their shirts. We'll go buy their shirts. Go on Pro Wrestling Tees and buy a shirt, even though we heard from somebody saying that Pro Wrestling Tees is kind of not a good idea because they take some money from the wrestlers. Right. I'm not sure a lot of us are going to distribute our own merch, so we usually just take it with us from venue to venue. Yeah. Oh, look who it is. Ask her if she's Jason. Be in a, in a dance Jason, welcome. Oh, 100%. I could beat Jason in a dance off. I have got <laughs> some moves, my friend. <laughs> Definitely. Bring it on. <laughs> if we weren't going to get hit by a copyright strike, the next show would come back. <laughs> we'll, we'll, play mu- we'll play music in the background, something like that. Yeah. And then, we're like, and then we'll get so flagged, and then the show. Will be <laughs> you know how when you can add the musics on YouTube after the fact? Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> we'll add the we'll music. Bust a move, and then we'll add in later. Yeah. 
at least have me beatbox. <laughs> oh, I'm terrible at all that. Like, do you know that way? I would love, I would love to be able to do something like beatbox or rap properly, but I just can't. I've tried, and it's just not working. <laughs> yeah. So, have you ever thought about coming overseas and coming to America to wrestle? Uh, yes, it's part of my. So this might sound a bit silly. I've kind of given myself like a five and ten year plan um, of what I want to try and achieve. Um, and part of that list is eventually making it over to America and trying to maybe wrestle in some of the indie scene over there or trying to um, work for a couple of different promotions and just get as much experience as I can. What, what, are, some of, what are some of the countries you would like to hit up? Um, so the obvious ones, I would absolutely love to go to Japan. Um, I would love to be able to get the chance to train over there and learn from them and wrestle over there. Uh, I would, To be honest, I would love to go to anywhere that has a wrestling scene and just get the chance to learn from all the different countries, different wrestlers, different styles. Um, I'd really just like to be a sponge and soak up as much knowledge from all over the place as I can. Yes, I think stardom has the best woman in the world right now. Yeah, I would absolutely love to be able to work for Stardom eventually. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. <laughs> That's okay. No, no, I, I, you were you were talking. Um, there is an indie promotion in in the in New York. It's called uh, VPW. They're called um, Victory Pro. Right. Okay. This Victory Pro, that character, that that in depth promotion is all about the character. Like, right. They have a guy that's coach. He has the mustache like mine. He dresses like an old school 1980s coach with the big turtle, the collared shirt. Oh, like with the red socks and everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> you have to look him up. He's. I'll, I'll send you his his link for his Instagram later. It's so Please funny. Do. He got that big mustache. He's wearing the the collared red shirt with the. That sounds amazing. There, there are these two guys. They they wear the same exact shirt and the same exact attire. And they, they're both named Steve, so they call themselves the Even Stevens. Even Stevens. <laughs> that is <was> quick. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. Oh my god, they are they're hilarious, Even Stevens. Yeah. And then they have a manager. Like he he is he calls himself Pretty Boy. Oh, I can't stand him. Ugh. Johnny Collins. Ugh, my stomach hurts when you say the name Johnny Collins in front of me. <laughs> he went he, after he, me. He's like he's like today is Jimmy Hart. Yeah, yeah, he's this this era is Jimmy Hart. Right, okay. But actually, you know, it's funny, nobody knows this. Jimmy Hart would used to wrestle back in the day. Back in the his original time, he would wrestle. Like little matches, but he, Jimmy Hart used to wrestle. I nobody didn't know that. that. Yeah. And Excellent. then Jason says, I'll see you Sunday with a boom box and some dance shoes. If it's over for you, sis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jason is going to be at the Respect Pro Wrestling We're Back show. So, uh, yeah, don't worry. Dance competition coming your way. I will win. God, please, 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 uh, please uh, make a clip, video clip of that, please, at the dance off. We want to post it. My best. <laughs> we'll add, we'll put, we'll put it in the reel and add music to it so we don't get flagged to your music in the background. <laughs> copyright free tunes over the top, but it'll make sense. Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever wrestled Jason or, uh, um, not in a match yet, no, but I would actually really enjoy the, the opportunity to get to do an intergender match with them. Um, I'm hoping that possibly in the future intergender matches are more commonplace, um, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, I would really I would really like the way that Jason wrestles and I would really like to get the chance to see what could happen if we actually went up against each other in the ring. Mm -hmm. So well, what, what, 
Oh, so, one of my other our other friends from uh, our college is in the chat right now. Uh, Max Feldman, yeah. He's the other one that would uh, right below at uh, Spiffy. Uh, he he's another one that would that would that would uh, pack Geek's car to go to an indie promotion called the New York Wrestling Connection. That's another promotion yeah. that is really they have a school and they have a promotion. Like you, I guess they might make you go to the school to train. Yeah. They put you in the ring, but hey, they're another good one. Uh, Zach Ryder or Hawkins used to go to that. We're in that promotion. Alex right. Reynolds and Silver. Alex Reynolds and Silver. Yeah. Yeah. No, so that's like, excellent. Thank you for giving me all these names, by the way, because it's just I'll add them to a list that I'm going to eventually send emails out to. Yeah. yeah. Um, DPW, they get back to you immediately because we mentioned that we we're going to be at the show and they're like, let us know. You, you guys want to do interviews? I'm like, can we do interviews? Like, get link. Um, we, can, I think we said, can we do interviews? And they were like, thanks it's for a, asking us first. I think I, I think it, they said it's up to the wrestler. Yeah. It's up to yeah. We, 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 we're happy to ask the promotion before we jump in and start, hey, we, don't, yeah. we, we just yeah. take our cell phone out. We don't have a microphone. We, we're working on getting travel mics. Like, yeah. oh, gonna, we want to get travel mics. So we have, instead of holding... Having our cell phone going, hi, I'm Joe the Panther Jr. It sounds like, oh, it's a microphone so far away from them. Because that show, I interviewed a female wrestler that's a quiet, scary wrestler, and it was so loud in the room. It's I sounded like it's not it's it's not her it's not her fault. It's the it's the fact the way the room was set up. It was a football field. It was like so it's so so noisy in there, you know. I felt bad for her because she was just out of a match, and it's funny. Geek doesn't realize this, and then he realized it after I showed him. We got the winning half of it, and then the losing half. The losing it, then the winning half of it. Right, okay. And the loser of that match. Like 15 minutes after each other. It was so funny. That's so good, though, that you managed to get both. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't realize until after the fact that I got home, like, the next day. I said, did you realize we got both sides of of the card of the wrestling match? He's like, what do you mean? He said, winner and loser. He said, huh? And they looked like, holy crap, we did. <laughs> yeah, the well, you don't often get it from both. You usually just get the winner. So that's quite good that you managed to get it from both sides. Uh-huh. It was scary because Karen's like, where you at, y'all? I was like, you don't want to disappoint the queen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, crush us both. Slam our heads together. She'll slam her heads together. And <laughs> they're, here lies dudes at ringside. <laughs> All right, rant over. <laughs> rant over. <laughs> Grandpa Joe is going on a rant again. Get out my knee, kids. I'm going to tell you about the past. <laughs> I'm just trying not to go on a rant. I'm really bad for it. Um, if I get talking about a subject, sometimes I'll just go off on a tangent. So I'm trying to, you know, not completely talk over everyone. Oh, it's fine. You can talk over us. It's okay. You're, you're the star of the show right here. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> you need to take the stage and us drop and just sit there and listen. <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> here we go. Um, Our question. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say I forgot another question there. Yeah. Hey, wrestler growing up. I think you answered this, but if you want to answer again. Yeah, I can quickly go over it again. Um, so my favorite wrestler, to pick one specific one, my favorite wrestler growing up was China. Um, out of the two that I mentioned earlier, just she broke so many boundaries. She did things that women hadn't done in wrestling before. She got to wrestle with DX. Um, I just thought she was amazing. I couldn't see past her. 
I was, I, I, I was hearing somewhere. I was, I don't know if it was on the internet. It was on Instagram. They had a video that WWE, the people that wrote the scripts originally had that, that China was supposed to beat Stone Cold Steve Austin for the World Wrestling Federation title at a pay-per-view. And Vince yeah. read the script and was like, no, hell no. He didn't want to do it. At that, Vince was still all like, men, men, Stone Cold, uh, Triple H, all these people. And yeah, he didn't want to do it. The 90s were like that. He was, he was against it, but then they went back and asked him again after China died, and he mm-hmm. said, "I kind of feel bad that I never gave China an opportunity at winning the belt." Yeah, he said it after the fact because I guess he felt bygones. Well, it's hindsight's twenty twenty. So when you look back at these things, it's all about the choices you made and whether you're comfortable with them or not. And to be fair, everything's progressed so much since the nineties, like. We no longer have brand panty matches. We don't have, it's not all about the divas. It's not all about women parading around their underwear. Women are being taken more seriously as wrestlers, not just as the in-between bits between the men. So to be fair, he's probably just grown as times have grown and realised the error of it now. But I mean, what they're doing with women now and the focus that they are putting on women's wrestling now, I think makes up for it somewhat. Um, Like the push that, especially not just... American women wrestlers, but Scottish women wrestlers. Like um, recently, we had Dewdrop uh, who came on uh, Raw. She's from Scotland. Um, we're all immensely proud of her. Um, you've got Becky Lynch. You've got uh, Nikki Cross. You've got all these amazing, uh, fantastic women on the show now that wouldn't have been there without China or Lita or any of these other women um, that paved the way for them. So we weren't there at that point, but we're there now. Yeah. Do you think someone like Charlotte could win the men's woman the men's title, or is yeah. that a possible? Is that a possibility? Or uh... I don't know, but I would love if something like that happened. I think Charlotte's amazing. I mean, the the way she wrestles, the or just her whole career, I think has been fantastic. Um, and she, the considering the that she's still at the top of her game just now is amazing. I mean, Joe gets mad at me about Charlotte all the time. I'm trying to get like a little. Charlotte, I, I get I guess frustration to give I get, I get I go on a rant about that because her dad's Ric Flair mm-hmm. and Vince McMahon gets that weird uh, legend. Uh, he has yeah. that weird Ric Flair that trip that you know the phase I'm talking about, Vince, in that meme that's like uh, Yeah. Yeah, that face when he thinks of Ric Flair, he gets all excited, and that's why she, I, I that's my reason why I think that Vince McMahon has given Charlotte all those titles is because yeah. legend, oh, the sec- third generation or whatever he, she is to him. Oh, please give Charlotte. I'm going to give her the opportunity. Yeah, but my question is, doesn't she deserve I mean, she deserves it, but I feel Joe's frustration because she's always in the spotlight and other women do deserve a chance as well. Like someone like yeah. Nikki Cross, someone yeah, Nikki, like Drew like, like, up, right? Poor Nikki just like had this big run that not really not long run but she just they gave her the title yeah the title and just to sw- pull the rug out from underneath her when Becky Lynch comes back yeah no, no, when Charlotte in for Charlotte I'm yeah I don't always agree with the creative decisions maybe but to be fair they are professionals and creating the product that they create um I do think that even if that is the case that Charlotte got an extra push because her dad's Ric Flair. She's still an immense wrestler. Like, That's what I said to him. I'm like, she's an amazing worker. And yeah, she does, she does deserve it. 
but which belt would if you were a promoter right now for WWE, which belt would you have her go to Raw win the Raw, Raw Women's Raw Championship big title, or would you have her go to SmackDown and win the SmackDown title? Hmm. Um. With the storylines that have been building uh, recently on Raw, I think I would actually have her go for the Raw title um, with the other players in like the game for like Raw. So the other women that you've got in at the moment, how that storyline's been progressing. Me personally, I would put her towards Raw for the Raw Women's Champion. Um, but um, that's just my opinion. I don't know. That's what I would do. You know what? One person I would love to see her fight. I know it's kind of crazy. People think I'm nuts for saying this. Have her face like a wrestler, like Brock. What, sorry? You think? Like Brock. Like Brock Lesnar, I'm saying. All right, yeah, Brock Lesnar. I, I don't, like, I feel weird saying that because he's so big and I don't know if he would be willing to f- face a woman. Most wrestlers, yeah. they, they, some wrestlers feel like in the indie scene nowadays in America, a lot of indie promotions are pushing the men versus women matches. And I like that because yeah. like they tell a different story, basically tell a different story. There's a promotion in Boston, Massachusetts that we have a lot of wrestlers from that promotion come on our show, our podcast, and they're pushing the men versus women. Like that's an ice cream truck. Yeah. Was there a guest? Sorry, I didn't know you could hear that. Uh, yeah, um, I'm sitting at my front window, and yeah, there's an ice cream truck. Yes, hashtag ice cream trucks. <laughs> I know. I'm just glad they came back after the pandemic. I was really worried they wouldn't be a thing anymore, but um, thankfully they are. Yeah. I used to live in Long Island, New York, and like they would come down. Like they would. It was so messed up that my friend lived the other side of the block. And they would come speeding down the block, and nobody can get it on the other side. And they would stop at his house. I'm like, because I had to run down the streets to my friend's house with my money in my hand. I have money. <laughs> yep, really exact same. They stop in like one place, and the entire street, no matter how big it is, has got to like run up to go to that that the very top of the street, which thankfully is outside my house. Um, yeah. And everyone's got to bolt up the street to try and get it. Usually, thankfully, it's fairly busy though, so. By the time they've run up, there's still a queue waiting, so they've not missed it. <laughs> Ice cream trucks at ringside. <laughs> <laughs> what, other food, what other food could we put there? Pizza, tacos? Oh, yeah, here we go. We, we, we like pizza here on Dudes at Ringside. Do you like pizza? Uh, I love pizza. I cannot go into enough detail how much I think pizza is just the best food. <laughs> um, and like loads of different kinds of pizza as well i am though one of those people that commits the cardinal sin of putting pineapple on pizza i don't know how you feel about that i do it if like if if it's just pineapples and nothing else because i know a lot of people are have that debate do you would would it be do people go for the pineapple the hawaiian pizza or is that an insult to pizza supporters yeah if my friends are buying it I'm, I'm, I'll give them money, I'll eat it, but it's not my uh, ideal pizza that I'd run for. Yeah, like, there's other things I would probably pick, but I do eat it if it's there. Um, I'm a big fan of, like, weirdly, I'm a big fan of any pizza that you can put goat's cheese on as well. I don't know if that's maybe just come weird. Yeah, I'll I, I put cheese on anything. Like, if there's chicken, I'll put some cheese on it and put it on a piece of bread or, like, 
Just put some ranch. I'm I'm the guy that puts the ranch dressing on the side of the chicken. You know, and I may not eat it, but I'll. You got it there, though. To be fair, in Scotland we have a like a kind of almost tradition of putting cheese on literally everything or deep frying it. Mm. So um, we have a thing where um, we have chips, cheese, and doner meat, which is literally just um, like fries, um, doner meat, which is like uh, shredded lamb, and then uh, cheese all over the top of it, and sometimes curry sauce as well. And it's like a total national staple at this point for a night out. That's that's fine. Geek just had lamb for for lunch, so he's fine with that. Nice. I didn't eat, I didn't eat it yet, so. Oh, how did you not eat that? <laughs> oh man, really Jason's getting mad enough. He hates pizza now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pizza choices. I, I'm I, pretty I sure Jason and I have had this debate before, um, or we've at least spoke about it. My food choices usually make people sad. I like some pretty weird, uh, some pretty weird food. <laughs> so. What would you say your legitimate like fighting style is? Like out of all the fighting styles in wrestling, what would you be yours? Like your Okay, so I tend to describe myself as a brawler. Um I'm quite an aggressive opponent. Um I I'm not big into flashy huge moves. I'm not gonna suddenly hit out a hurricane rana or be flipping off moonsaults off the top rope. I'm very much a get a hold and ground and pounds type wrestler. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, 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 it does. It's like uh, old school style, right? Very old school style, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've been very lucky in that I've been trained um, with a mixture of sort of like Memphis wrestling, British wrestling, um, and a couple other influences. Uh, So I've been given quite a good mix of the of the different styles. But Mm -hmm. yeah, um, I I grew up in quite a rough area in Scotland. Um, I was always sort of having to defend myself as a, a younger girl. And I kind of just grew up doing the same thing. And it turned out that that's the way that uh, wrestling works for me is grab a hold and go for it. Yeah. Actually, to me, when I, when, whenever you, whenever someone says, oh, I'm a brawler, all I could think is Dean Ambrose style. They're just like punch, kick, grab. Yeah. Although I'm not quite as uh, technically proficient as Dean in wrestling. Um, I am nowhere near his level. Uh, that is something to aspire to. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, along those lines. It's funny, like, everybody, because I'm little, as I said before, the pot, I'm a little guy. It's like, people always think, oh, every one of my wrestling friends, like, because my grandfather, from last night, our guest was like, I ever dreamed to become a wrestler, Joe. And I was like, yeah, I've had those dreams, but, like, I'm little. And, yeah, oh, you can be a cruiserweight, a, a, a luchador. And I'm like, I wear, like, the glasses to the ring. That's my, tra- my grandfather's trademark was a wrestling mask, and he wore a cape. Yeah. I'd go dress. I'd my outfit would be my khaki shorts, like I'm like I'm doing the. Actually, no, I lie. When I'm, you see that you see the collared shirt above the camera. I'm really wearing yeah. like basketball shorts under the camera and like a pair of Crocs. So that would be my wrestling outfit. That'd be my wrestling outfit, Ruby. It'd be like the collared shirt with the red glasses and my hat, and then I'd be wearing like basketball shorts, like real legitimate basketball shorts. No, I wouldn't be the first I'd seen. My Crocs would be like my cover. Like I'd be like, what's his face? Uh, Randy Orton's partner. <laughs> We're oh, in the Matt Riddle. I'll be like Matt Riddle when I get in the ring. I'll like take off my Crocs, fire them both off in each direction. <laughs> my, I'm stupid. My Crocs would go two separate directions and take out two small children in the front row. <laughs> Mom, what happened? I smell feet. <laughs> I do you think it's quite impressive that you can get both of them off in one go? 
I, have you seen him jump and flick at the same time? How? You must practice that. <laughs> yeah, there must have been hours of practice went into, like, I'm going to get this right on the night. I'm going to kick both of these off at the same time. Just repeated fails in the kitchen, but them just going off one at a time. I wonder if he's actually, like, at house shows in the beginning when you first tried it, hitting anybody in the crowd. Like, did it, like, they go separate directions and... Like, Some poor guy just douche. Like, really, what was that? Drinking a beer and all of a sudden the the, it, the slipper, uh, the flip-flop lands into a beer, uh, someone's beer cup, like a baseball in a, at a game. Like, <laughs> just like, how do I drink this now? Like and like, eh, the person's already drunk during the drinking twelve dollar beer at the at a I'll wrestling take, event. Oh wait, I'll tell you with with the crooks, <laughs> uh, we could get some Hawaiian shorts. You know what? That could work. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would pay good money to see that. If nothing else, just to see Jason dress up in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I like hey, I like Hawaiian shirts. I have a New York Yankees one with the wooden buttons. Oh, nice. and, Really cute. I had worn it this year because we never. I never really flipped my drawer to my regular college shirts because the pandemic and I don't yeah. really go anywhere. But I had a cool Yankees one that I got from a friend that he didn't want any of his shirts, and she wasn't going to give me that one. And I was she gave me all the shirts and I looked. Something told me to look down. Yeah. And, the, and I said, "What about that one?" And she's like, "What do you mean?" Like she was acting like she was acting stupid. I was like, "What about that one?" And she's like, "What do you mean what?" And I said, "That." And she was like, oh, that, oh, I was, didn't know if they want to give that away. And I was like, can I have that one? And she was like, well, if you saw it, now you could have it. I'm like, what is it? She pulled that and showed me. I was like, it's little Yankee and wise, and it has, like, the Hawaiian stuff. I'm like, oh, my God, it's wooden buttons, like the old school wooden buttons. And stuff. Oh, nice. Like, hey, it's a cool little Hawaiian shirt. I was like, so here we go. Random question, fire, rapid fire, fun questions now. Uh, is there anything you collect? Oh, yes. Um, so you can't see it right now, um, probably because of the light, but I actually am a massive geek. I collect Buffy memorabilia. I collect knickknacks, pop heads, um, comic books. Uh, I'm an enormous Batman fan, uh, especially uh, Harley Quinn as well. I'm a huge Harley Quinn fan. Um, there's literally a massive Harley Quinn behind me, another one over there, and one in every single room in my house. So, yeah, a um, little bit of a hoarder when it comes to collectibles. So, you have a Twitch stream, right? Yes. So, what, what games do you play on your Twitch stream? Uh, so, the Twitch stream, which, if anybody's interested, is uh, twitch.tv forward slash Bobby Roberts RPW. Um, we go on, and my cousin and I uh, torture each other essentially. Uh, we set each other challenges, we set each other dares. And while we're playing old retro games, such as old Super Mario, old SNES games, um, old PS2 games, old Mortal Kombat, lots of different things. Um, recently, been playing Crash Bandicoot, um, one through four. Um, and we talked to each other in the process. We've shot each other with Nerf guns. Uh, we've fed each other food that we made um, that was deliberately trying to make each other sick. So I made Bobby a fish smoothie at one point. Um <laughs> Yeah, that, uh, that, that sounds nasty, though. Yeah, it was. Um, I'm quite lucky, though, in that I've got a strong stomach. Bobby's not so lucky. So, unfortunately for everyone watching, we do see Bobby throw up quite a lot. Oh, 
yeah, we also got a crab simulator, um, and I took great pleasure in zapping my big cousin repeatedly um, in the arms. It was fun. Oh, to be fair, it was it was too sided. I just you know, it's just that sort of classic thing when you're playing with it. I took it a lot better just because I'm used to it. Um, but yeah, Bobby was uh, not amused. <laughs> Yeah, make sure you t- check out our Twitch stream. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was saying we'll need to like host you guys at some point. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do that in the future. We'll, we'll host you also when we're not when we're yeah. not live. Yeah. So, so before our mod's head explodes, do you have any pets? Pets? Uh, no. Well, my my partner has a dog. Um, she's a cold sky, and she's a lovely massive Rottweiler, a big teddy essentially. Just like the cutest thing ever. Aww. What about yourselves? Have either of you got pets? Um, Geek, you go first. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have any pets, but my girlfriend's family has a golden doodle. So, so and it's, and it's shown on the screen right there. So, oh, that's Rook. That's Rook the dog. He's Rook. famous. <laughs> Rook has been on every episode of Dudes at Ringside. <laughs> I used, a special mascot. I used to have a. Uh, a Sharpay named Nena. She she got when she got old we had to put her down. She was the big she was a mush. Like she would yeah. do a happy Nena dance at the door when you would come to the door like, like <laughs> you pick her paws up and like and then we had we have we used to have two wiener dogs, like long haired mm-hmm. one honey, but we had to put her down actually two weeks ago when I went to Oh I'm so sorry. Yeah and Geek was here we go. This is my the face me popping out. We were I was supposed to be there early to his, his house because we had a show early. And oh, oh yeah, I forgot we do have a fish. So. That's that's their child. He that's their that's their that's their blue blue baby. His, his name is Gumball. His, his name is Gumball. <laughs> Our fish. Oh he, nice. Like the TV a, show. Yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, exactly how she got the name Gumball from the TV nice. show. Yeah, that's, you know the, the show on adults was it? No, that's cartoon their water baby. That the geek geek would never admit that. That's their water baby. <laughs> Oh, that's quite it, cute. It's a, be- it's a beta fish, actually. So he's a fighter. He's a, he's a fighter baby. It's now I only have one cleaner dog left. His name is Dexter, and he's Mr. Serious. Oh, nice. He, no, uh, Ruby. He's Mr. Serious. Like if he does not. Oh, know Mr. Serious. I thought, sorry, I thought you said something Mr. else. Translations. Translate word translation. See, this is why we have to do that fun. We'll just get a wee interpreter up in the corner. Yeah, like huh. this. Or the sign language person's like that person means. He is Mr. Serious. Like, if he doesn't know you and you come running up to Dexter, he's like this. Oh, yeah. My brother's dog is the same. He has a Jack Russell. And um, if he doesn't know you, he will just stare at you. Um, And if you try to pet him, he'll kind of snap a wee bit. Once you get to know him, though, he's the cuddliest, loveliest wee dog, but he's so suspicious of everyone. Yeah. He's, as I call him, I call him a quiet bastard. (laughs) (laughs) The quiet bastard. Fair enough. That's quite a traditional thing in Scotland for us to refer to our pets as swear words. <laughs> Here we go. We're, we're going to do the game that we're going to do with Shorty. But we'll start it off with you from Scotland. How would you say? Uh, how would you say toilet in uh, in Scotland? Uh, okay, so we have a few different words for toilet here. So you have toilet. Um, uh, there's bog, lav. Uh, so yeah. Um, I'm going blank now, but the two I can think of is I'm going to the bog, which is like the toilet, or um, the lav, which is short for lavatory. What, what, okay. about the, what about the bar? The bar? 
as yeah. in like you go to drink. Yeah, yeah go to drink, yeah. So again, um, there's different versions. So we have pubs, which is uh, our local drinking place. It's quite quiet. There's a bit of music, but it's mostly local people. Um, you've then got, um, you would just, I think, essentially clubs. Uh, so clubs would be places you would go out dance and have a lot of like really loud music and a lot of different kinds of drinks and things. Okay, what else? Uh, um, Jason, Jason just said something. Get two uh, goth looking fish, call them Jason and Ruby, watch them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jason is, um, we're quite proud of the fact that Jason is uh, one of my goth brothers. Like, um, we've got quite a big alternative scene in Scotland. And uh, yeah, um, we have a specific club as well in Glasgow that we go to actually called the Cat House. And uh, yeah, everybody kind of feels a quite a, a strong bond of we're all fellow goths, uh, especially if we're all drinking in there. I guess I guess if we ever go to Scotland, you guys got to bring us to like one of those rocker bars. We'll go see a, a concert. That's one. No, the problem that's when every, is like a few in Glasgow. Yes, I I'd go to Scotland. I I'd go to Scotland and go. Yeah, I I'd go with my like my rocker stuff on. I have to get my like my ripped jeans and go with my Metallica shirt. Uh, my dumb luck, I'll look like East Ventura walking to that bar during the song. That See, to be fair, though, if you're in a major city, um, the cultures here are so diverse. There's so many different types of, like, dressing, clothing, um, lots of different things that you can pretty much walk down the street, dress however you like, and nobody's really going to notice. No, jeez. I'm banned <laughs> well, from the cowhouse for life. Wait, what, Jason? You're banned from the... <laughs> I'm going to need a story time at some point. You're going to have to explain that. Oh jeez. <laughs> maybe maybe yeah, off air we're gonna find out what happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a long story. Story time. <laughs> but um, yeah, we'll, yeah, ask us off off air, we'll talk about it. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> crazy. But um sorry. Yeah, oh yeah, um it's like the borders are closed to Scotland right now, so maybe hopefully when the the pandemic's over we could all hang out and go to scotland me and joe so yeah i definitely um i want everyone to get better and i want the pandemic to end but i am also super looking forward to being able to like go places again um just and see people because at the moment i only really get to see um people at training um and we all have to get constantly tested and it's a constant making sure that everybody is okay, nobody's affected, um, and it'll be good eventually once we get to the other side of this to be able to see people and go places without having to constantly worry about, you know, what if, what if, or having to take a test. Yeah, I believe that too. Like, this is that's like the the like the ninety percent reason why I'm glad we me and Geek started this podcast, and now we're talking to people from like all over the world like right now later on after we're done live this episode the next day or whenever geek loads it we'll yeah because be I've, I've been slacking a little bit because i've been super busy so but yeah like it, this it will podcast be will be live anywhere else on the internet like in uh on uh all the places you can find a podcast your your voice right now and your face is being seen pretty much all over the world and all over America right now. Like this is your, I don't know if you've been on any other American podcasts. No, you? this is my first. Wow. So you're right now, Ruby, you're being introduced to America. Yes. American like audience. without even you knowing it, you right now you're, you're live in America right now. So like, 
and, and as my dad would say, but my dad's a former law enforcement officer. Every time you come on, go on your screen, Randy, you have to dress appropriate. That's why I used to wear my grandfather's shirt or I wear my dude's at ringside shirt. Yeah. I wear a collar shirt. It's like I'm on a job interview right now. Yeah. That's why I changed to the collar shirts. I don't know if you saw past episodes. I wear a, my grandfather's T-shirt. I wear yeah. this now because what if there's an indie promotion in Scotland that sees us and sees me with the collars? Oh, that, that boy's dressed right. But that geek guy with bad posture crouching over in his seat, sitting there. Yesterday's guest got on geek because he was crouched over in his seat. Bad posture there because she's a massage therapist. Actually, to be honest, I'm also the producer of the show, so I have to be on the computer at the same time. So I, it's kind of yeah. hard for me, you know? It makes me laugh because she went on him. She got on him yesterday. She's like, hey, Geek, lean up. And he's like, he's like, looked at her like, huh? She's like, she was, a, as she said, she's a massage therapist. Right, okay. He's like, bad posture there, Geek. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, <laughs> I know I'm forever being gotten at by my physio for uh, bad posture. Um, always told like shoulders back shoulders back i'm terrible for just slouching forward um i've noticed that actually before in a uh, match photos where i've been standing off like facing off with somebody and i'm just kind of like, eh. <laughs> like right, nope that's not a power stance i need to sort that out shoulders back jason's uh explaining that i forgot i wasn't in a wrestling match that's probably why he's like <laughs> when the cat oh jeez jason <laughs> <laughs> okay well that makes sense <laughs> I guess yeah, he, said, place he, said he, every, he said he hates everybody, so there you go, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that way? I'm like, I don't know if I should comment because I might make it worse. But yeah, um, no, that makes sense. Fair enough. You never <laughs> know. Yeah, another person in the chat something. Maybe we'll speak to somebody. You never know. Yeah, we had another person in the chat say something, Geek. It was like up by on the, near the top. It said big... Val seventy five. I don't know what I don't know what what he's saying though. How how to look? He said how that one. Oh, whole Avi heat. Um, <laughs> so it's um, he's saying hi uh, and calling me a toilet head essentially. Oh, jeez, oh, that's not nice. It's one of those things in Scotland where um, we greet each other by almost being mean to each other sometimes. So uh, I have affectionately in the past said, uh, all right, Bohid, um, things like that, uh, where you're basically insulting the person when you're saying hi to them, but you don't mean anything bad by it. It's oh, just kind gotcha. of how we speak to each other. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, that's why, like, in Jason's promo that I put on the Instagram page, it says, hello there, weirders of the internet. And then I had, I got, uh, you want to know something? I hate you. I ha- almost had a heart attack when Geek sent me that because Jason contacts Geek through Facebook. Yeah. And, that's and, and, Twitter, and Twitter. And Twitter. And Twitter. And Twitter. He yeah. said, uh, hello there, weirdos of the internet. When I know something, wrestling fans, I hate you. And I was like, I can't put that on Instagram. Are you crazy? They'll get flagged. <laughs> and then before his interview, like before his interview, you know, Instagram has the real. I blotched it together. I put the hello there, weirdos of the internet, blah, 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 blah. And then, whoop, I ended it. And then I put his other one. You're watching, um, I'm Jason Hyde, and you're watching Dudes at Ringside Podcast with the Metal Geek and Joe Panther. I put it yeah. together, even though the backgrounds are different, because I had to have it a little mean and then Jason doing the spiel. Yeah. 
We have to get you to make one eventually. Definitely. I I just I've been so busy, and also we had a recent um at my other work had a recent COVID scare, so yeah. I'd been totally up to high door. But next time we will definitely get one done. Yeah. I, 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 I said no rush, and I felt bad. And air hugs. We feel bad for anything that's going on in your life. Yeah, we're glad that we got you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad that I managed to do it. It has been, there's, uh, I won't go into it too much, but over the last couple of months, there's been a lot of stuff going on. Um, so I'm just glad that I managed to do the podcast. I'm really glad I got to meet you guys today. Yeah. Um, I was worried that I would possibly miss it, but thankfully not. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Geek, you got anything else? Yeah. Is there any games you're currently playing now, like besides on your channel? Uh, yeah, so I've actually recently been doing a, re- a playthrough of uh, America McGee's Alice Into Madness. Mm-hmm. Um, I've played it a couple of times before, but I had picked it up recently on a new console and decided to try and get 100% of the uh, achievements again. Mm-hmm. So I'm slowly working my way through that just now. Um, but I've also been playing Mario 64. Um, I've still got an original 64 from 1997. So uh, I've been playing my way through that and a couple other retro games and um, Banjo-Kazooie. Um, what's the other one I was playing recently as well? I was playing Hitman recently as well. I've been working my way through 1, 2, and 3, just redoing the missions. I, I play a lot of mobile games, actually. There's, uh, I play, but I haven't played them recently, but I've been playing Pokemon Go and I've been playing... Uh, uh, I used to love Pokemon Go. I actually used to... This makes me sound sad. I used to be part of a Pokemon Go group um so we had a group in my local town where we would go and raid um different events and locations as yeah. a group so we had like a more more of a chance of like more of us catching the pokemon at the end of it yeah. um if, if i get back into it though maybe i could add you uh, uh, we, yeah we can, definitely we can, i'll need can... to pick it back up see with the, the pandemic and everything and not really going out too much I just totally dropped it, but I really want to start it back up because it was a lot of fun. Maybe you never know. I could start it back up on the Dudes at Ringside podcast channel. Oh, That's God. <laughs> and get Joe involved in it, too. So I'll be another, right back. And another, ga- another no game I, I really play is on uh, the channel. I play, Well, I was playing. I was playing uh, Brawl Stars. All right. I've never played that before. Yeah, Brawl Stars is kind of like, you know the game Mario Party? Yes. Yeah, Mario Party. It's basically like, all right, there's a group of characters, and each character has their own special power. Like, right. there's a a character. Her name is B B E A, on the on the character, uh, and then she's basically like she dresses like a bee, and oh, nice. she she has a swarm of bees that swarm at, attack your opponents. That's like her well, special. So, yeah. And there's uh, another name, another character. Her name is Jackie on the the what you games. Uh, and uh, what she uses is like uh, she uses a jackhammer as her like finisher, and then she'll like pound the jackhammer into the ground and then beat their opponents with it. So nice. I actually so, may give that a look. That sounds pretty good. It's, the name of the game is called Brawl Stars. They made the makers Stars. of um, they made a lot of games from uh, what's the name? Supercell is the is the creator of it. They made, right. Okay. You ever hear of Supercell or uh not really. I don't play a lot of mobile games. Um to be honest with you, mobile games wise, I played Candy Crush for a wee while and a thing called Toy Blast, but um yeah. I usually stick to consoles or yeah. uh my switch for gaming. 
Yeah, but yeah, so Supercell, you ever hear, there's a game called Boom Beach. They make, uh, what's another game that they make? It's, it's uh, yeah, Brawl Stars is another game. Um, Heyday is another game that they made. They make they make a lot of games, but Brawl Stars, probably, Brawl Stars and Pokemon Go is my two favorite games, mobile games. I'll have a look at that. Yeah. Just waiting back for Joe now. I don't know where he went. <laughs> Oh, two seconds. Yeah. I've lost this. Now we're going back to the chat. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um. Is it you into any movies or? Uh... Oh yeah. I um. Again, you won't be able to see it behind me because the lights kind of. My living room is all black and red, and when the light comes in, unless um, I've got like other lighting in, you can't really see what's behind me. Um, I actually collect DVDs. Uh, I did for years, and now they're not really as much of a thing, but I still collect them. Um, I'm a massive horror movie fan, um, so, especially like see anything where it's like a possession or a haunting or anything like that. I'm obsessed. They scare the living bejesus out of me, but I, I like watching them because they scare me. Yeah, my, one of my favorite horror movies. I loved Insidious. Is probably my absolute favorite. Uh, Insidious was so good. It was like there was such a lull in that genre for a while, like that section of horror for such a long time, where you were getting like a lot of mediocre, very samey films, and then you got like that wee burst of The Conjuring, Insidious, like that wee kind of group of films that came out, and they were all fantastic. Sorry yeah. about that. That's why, why I never, it's why I never ever eat food before the before the podcast. Yeah, we'll yeah, no, I'm waiting to eat my dinner after this. Yeah, as I said, the Chinese food. I never eat anything before the podcast. Sorry about that, fans. When nature calls, Panther got to run. <laughs> We're talking about our favorite, our favorite movies, Joe. Somebody, oh, like, yeah, like yeah. I don't know if you you follow me on my playing Instagram page. Uh, originally, I was Ghostbuster Joe. Like I'm, I'm like nice. the biggest giant. If you if you if the, if there was a camera back this way, aimed this way, like behind me. Yeah, you see my Ecto One. That's I have. I actually haven't broken nice. in a while. I have a remote control Ecto One, like right above me on top of my shelf where my T-shirts are. That's so like, cool. I have a pop vinyl of that. <laughs> you said you collect pops, and people have yep. like a thing about pops. Yeah, it is. And the box. My friend for my birthday got me a Zack Ryder pop. Oh, nice. And my, I have a funny, my story, my connection with me and Zach. Geek used to, as I said, we used to go to NYWC all the time. Mm-hmm. I got a chance to meet Zach Ryder and Kurt Hawkins and take a picture with them. Pictures uh-huh. in my, next to my bed in a Ziploc bag. I have a picture in between them like this. And my dream is to meet them again. Yeah. Show them the picture, see if they'll sign it. And then do like that TikTok video that I'm just a kid one. And read yeah. the picture nowadays with my my Yankee hat on, and I'm just like, like that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I actually have wanted to do the same thing with a picture of. Um, I don't know if you guys ever followed Buffy, but I met James Masters who played Spike. Um, mm-hmm. but when I met him, it was before I started training wrestling, and uh, I actually had a walking stick at the time because of my condition. Um, and I was a lot heavier than I am just now as well. Um, I've actually through wrestling I lost like six stone so mm. I really want to go back get that picture signed and try and get a new picture with them now that I'm like fit and healthy and I don't need a walking stick anymore I would love to be able to have like the two juxtaposed to each other 
That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You said stone. That means weight, like weight pounds, oh, right? Oh, yeah. So um, I'm not 100% sure what it would be in pounds. Um, two seconds. I'll just check. Because that's another thing in the American uh, English uh, to Scottish. Instead of weight, we say weight here. You say pounds. Yes. Um, we used to use, I think it was called the imperial system, where we did everything in pounds and ounces. Um, and then I think in the 70s, they switched the metric system. So everything we do now is in centimeters, meters, grams, kilograms, and stone. Mm. Uh, there is a wrestler that actually, when we sent them the spiel, we send them, she's like, I take blah, 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 pounds. And I'm just like, what's that mean? And then I looked on the emojis on my phone. Then you put type in money, you get the three different versions of it. The money, yeah. the pound, the squiggly line, that the pound symbol. Yeah. And like, oh, she is asking for money, girl. We don't take, you don't do that. No, no. We yeah. just love a wrestling. Exactly. <laughs> help yeah. to support you may need money but we we do this for a love of yeah. what you guys do yeah, yeah i love it i really support channels like this we are you guys are just getting people on talking about it it's not a charge service and it gives yeah. people access to some of the aspects of wrestlers that they maybe wouldn't get get to do and get to see so i think it's great these are doing this yeah it's like we're like a satellite dish and you and and we we let all your like your names and everything go out into the atmosphere, and whoever wants to see it can go look at that star. Exactly. Yeah, you don't have to pay. You don't have to pay for it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, by the way, I checked, and it said I lost eighty four pounds. Wow! Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so that's why part of the reason why I would like to retake the photo is one, I'm fit and healthy now because um, it's a chronic pain condition. I don't know if I explained that. So, um, because I was in, having really bad chronic pain issues, I ended up eating a walking stick. I ended up, I could barely exercise. I could hardly work. It was really bad. Um, and then through exercise and wrestling and just taking it one step at a time, I lost all the weight. Um, I'm now at the point where I don't need the walking stick or anything. And I can wrestle and do so much stuff that I couldn't do before. So, like, when other people are saying they want to get into wrestling or that they might want to give it a go, but they're not sure because they're fitness level or because they're nervous or they think they're too old. I was like, I started at 27. I'm now doing the thing. I'm actually managing to do it. I'm fitter than I was. I'm healthier than I was. But I started off from, like, less than zero. I started off at, like, such a disadvantage. So it's, like, it's one of those things I really encourage people, if they want to do it, to just give it their best goal because it's got so many benefits other than just becoming a wrestler. So my last question of the day is, if a little boy or a little girl came up to you and asked, told you, I want to become a professional wrestler, what would you, what would you tell them? Okay, I would tell them that that's a great idea and that I think that when they're older and when they're at the age where they can train they should find a good reputable training school um but that it's going to be hard it's not an easy thing to do it's stressful and it's hard on your body but it's one of the most rewarding things that you can ever do and the sense of achievement that you get when you finally know how to do that move or you finally get through all the fitness training that you couldn't get through before is unreal. It's something that I genuinely think everybody should experience at some point. Yeah. Hmm. My last question is, what, what are some of your favorite music music or bands? 
favourite music? Oh, it's a big question. Um, I have an extremely eclectic music taste, um, but for the most part, I am a massive metalhead and new metal especially. Uh, I was a 2000s teenager, so I grew up in the time of System of a Down and Slipknot and like proper like new metal age. Um, But actually, I'm also a massive country fan. Um, I love Dolly Parton and Sam Hunt and uh, Ashley McBride as well. I'm a bit all over the place. I'm also into dance music. I'm a bit, I was saying earlier, I've got ADHD. My music tastes a bit ADHD. It's kind of a bit all over the place. Mm. Yeah, my, my favorite music is corn, Limbiscuit, System of uh, Corn are amazing. Like, genuinely, I got to see them on Jonathan Davis's birthday, and I was so happy. But, like, I was happy just to be there, but I was like, I got to see him on his birthday. You're going to be yeah. so jealous of me. I went to really? see corn with my friends and uh, my friend used to work at the, uh, the this place where the, co- the concert was going is an outdoor place called jones beach and he's like okay guys i got his tickets i was actually supposed to see him jones beach la- last tuesday and then they canceled the whole tour because somebody had covid the, yeah oh the words yeah. the thing yeah. yeah the kid went gave us our bracelets and we went up to the front row area we were like two uh, two like a the second row from the stage and Jonathan Davis is singing Got the Life, and the person wasn't sitting in their seat between the thing, and Jonathan Davis was like this, singing Got the Life, and I'm in front of him, me and him are singing, us looking eye to eye, singing Got the Life on his little alien microphone, and we're like singing it eye to eye, like, if it was COVID, they'd be like, back up, sir. (laughs) Me and him are sitting, if I was wearing my hat, we're like just sitting this far away from each other, singing Got the Life. I think he was reading my lips because I was singing every word of that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a show with Corn and Lincoln Park. That show was great. Yeah, yeah. It's a band I always regretted never seeing. Um, I never got to see Lincoln Park, and then obviously it's it's a bit late now. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's always just going to be one of my regrets that I never got to go see them. I remember yeah. when he died, Chester. I cried for like it sounds hard. I was, ups- I was upset. I was so. I oh yeah, no, I was. Lincoln Park were like the very first CD that I ever bought. Um, it was Hybrid Theory when I was about nine, ten years old. And they were like my first sort of, they were my first discovery into new metal, into my own kind of music. Up until that point, it was always stuff that my parents had bought for me or like Metallica, stuff my dad listened to. That was the first band that I went ahead and bought the CD myself and went and looked into them myself. So I felt like I grew up listening to them. It was such a big part of like my adolescence. And then when I found out he had died, I was absolutely heartbroken. Like, nothing in comparison to people that knew him, obviously, but just, it's it's a weird thing, because you've never met the person, but they had such a big impact on your life yeah. that it does affect you, in a way. Yeah. This Actually, song, I have a commemorative ring as well. Sorry. The song that I relate to them the most, would I would come out to the ring, to their song, because I'm a big Rey Mysterio fan. I would steal the Rey Mysterio entrance when he first debuted when he came out of the ground. The song mm-hmm. I would come out to the ring to by Re- by Linkin Park would be Points of Authority. Fair enough. That's a good choice. And I'm a bit of a sucker for the classic Paper Cup. Oh, I, yeah. I, I that was Geek's. What's that your favorite song in college, Paper Cut? Uh, what's it in Paper Cut? I like I like all Linkin Park. I, I loved Hybrid Theory, and I love that was probably my favorite one of my favorite albums. That and Meteora was my two favorite yeah. albums. So, but um, yeah. So my my first introduction to music though was probably have to be Green Day though. 
Oh yeah. Green Day. Yeah, I'm actually I'm supposed to be seeing them next year, and I'm so hoping it doesn't get cancelled again. Yeah, ninety. I think it was ninety six, ninety five. I got the uh, red red cassette tape. You know, Joe knows the one I'm talking about, right, Joe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The red cassette tape, like the little cassette tape. It was, it was a, it was red because kids are not supposed to listen to it because there's curses in it. So, yep. so I was like. Whenever you said 19 years old, but the wrinkles in my face formed, and like I'm like, Grandpa Joe's like, huh? Where am I? Doing? Where did I? Where, where am I? I'm lost. Why is there a microphone in my face? Am I being recorded and put on the internet? Yes, Joe, you're on the internet for everybody to make fun of. <laughs> no, I was just thinking. I remember, I remember cassette tapes, but like, I don't remember ours being different colors. Ours were generally just like see-through plastics with writing yeah. on it, so you could see the tape inside. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the ones with the explicit here in America, it would be like a cassette tape, like uh, you know what I'm talking about, like like the old cassette tape you would take out the little what's it called? The tape the tape thing. Yeah, the tape <laughs> thing. Yeah. yeah. Grandpa I, Joe. I'm so I'm so, I'm so old right now. Oh, I'm is that the ones that you could use like a pencil eraser to rewind the tape back? Oh yeah, yeah I used to do that. Yeah. I used to get scared yeah. I was gonna break it. Uh, yeah, I was always worried that I was gonna over tighten it and snap the tape. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, the red tape meant the, there was like red colors meant this has curses on it. You should not be listening to it. Maybe that's this in your town because I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Yeah, no, we didn't. As far as I'm aware, at least where I was, we didn't have that. Um, they were all just kind of the same color. Um, some of them were slightly different colors if they, they had a band design or something on them, but most of them were just like see through plastic tapes, um, which was sometimes hilarious if you picked up the wrong one. Yeah, there was a band that I kind of like fell off of that I kind of was scared. Like the, all my friends that would listen to it, they were like, my friends that were really into the heavy, heavy rock. They told me never to listen to this music if you're really not into that kind of heavy metal, Randy. Uh, the 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 band was Cannibal Corpse. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. They had this cover, this album that I remember till this day that the CD came in a bag. Like a plastic, a paper bag. Yeah. It was the the woman that was upside down with the baby, the dead baby. That was a that yeah. was the cover. I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, it's tell people why is it in a plastic bag, a paper bag? Someone bought the album two days later. They're like, want to see why it was in a paper bag, Randy? It was like, you want to see a dead body? <laughs> it's like, kid, want to go to the train tracks and see a dead body? <laughs> That's what it yeah, felt like. Yeah, we were all the same when we were younger. So we used to go up to um, Glasgow, which is the sort of closest major town to us, our city even, um, and go and buy music. And like, it would just be whoever could afford it that day would get it. Um, and you would show your friends and it was the same kind of thing. So like Cannibal Corpse, a few other bands, like you would get the cover and then you'd be like, hey, do you want to see it? Like it was some kind of naughty magazine or something. Just like, yeah. do you want to see it? Yeah. You'd be so excited, and then like in the grander scheme of things, you felt like such a badass because you got it when you were that age, and then you were like, "Yeah, it's just music." Yes, I, I got a CD. Showed me the cover, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's a baby upside down on a thing, and the mom's all cut open." I'm like, "Whoa, yeah, blue." I know. All I right. had to be quite sneaky about it when I was younger. My mom was very against me listening to anything too heavy or anything too like she. I was going, mm. well, I at the time she was very funny about things like Marla Manson and stuff, which to be fair, it turns out, you know, the, he's a bit of a, yeah. But she was very funny about it, so I had to be very sneaky. 
So I would go about changing CD covers and just like putting other CD covers in to hide it or try to hide CDs in different places so that she like didn't know that I, was, I had them and I would just listen to them at school, my personal wee CD player. Yes. Yeah, so like, I, 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 that is one of the bands you said, Manson, like the kids, yeah. that, the headbanger kids that my sister was friends with, that Manson and Metallica, but mostly the kid gave me the intro, my real heavy introduction to like the Metallicas and the Mansons was my sister's friends, Frank and Angelo. They were like, Randy, here, Frank, Angelo, get Randy, you should, you're going to really like this guy. His name's Marilyn Manson. And he talks, tells the truth. And I'm like, what? Tells the truth. He gave me this tape, and I used to listen to that Marilyn Manson cassette tape back to front. But the kids would piss yeah. me off on the bus, and I was I was listening to Beautiful People. Like I would yeah. rewind it, listen to that song again and again and again. Yeah. again. <laughs> so like, I personally don't listen to the music anymore just because of the stuff that came to light. But when I was younger, I was the exact same. I was obsessive, like. Uh, we, uh, nobodies. I listened to Nobodies on repeat, literally for like a month straight, just constant. I was so obsessed with that song. I thought it was amazing. Um, the Dope Show, the album. I thought that was fantastic as well. And when you were young, when I was younger, you just could not tell me there was anyone better. Like yeah, and another band that I don't know if you were listening to as a as a teen was Tool. A little bit. Um, Tool was a bit more kind of. I don't know if I can say this, but um, kind of like stoner metal. Um, yeah. at the time when I was younger wasn't really my thing so like my friends listened to two but I only really knew one or two songs I draw and my character grew up with me and when I started getting into like the dark heavy metal mm-hmm. I started listening to the song 46 and 2 by, yeah. Korn, by, by Tool and I watched a lot of Spawn stuff on yeah. HBO my character get, became like a dark artist like dark superhero if you saw him you would think he's a heel yeah he looks like, a, he looks like if bane met spawn in in dna yeah his name is the bolt and he can't die nice. no weakness. and as he as your buddy would say uh jason hyde he hates everybody the bolt hates everybody too but he wants to save you but he no, hates don't, that don't forget, he's our buddy too. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah. Jason <laughs> Hyde is our friend. But my character hates everybody, but he hates everybody in a certain way. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm forever being told that um, I, I still dress very, like, I've got blue hair and purple. I'm, like, I'm very alternative. I wear a lot of the stuff that I like to wear. But it does read very heel. Like, um, the other day I was talking to somebody and they basically asked if I had modelled my outfit on Faith from Buffy. I was like, no, but that would have been a very cool idea. Yeah, because on your shirt you sent is the picture, the, the picture that we use for the promotional. Yeah, the, the R. Yeah, the R. Yes, yes, that. The oh, R, oh. yeah. Is that a yeah. sweatshirt or is that a, just a tank top? Yeah, um, it's actually the top that I wrestle in. Um, it's I was sitting one night and uh, I was talking with a friend and I am obsessed with Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like have been since it first aired. I watched it as a wee girl. Um, I grew up um, watching it and just thinking, you know, again, it's that thing. It's like, wow, look at these really powerful women. If they can do that, I can do that. Um, and 
it's something that's always stayed with me. Like I literally have Buffy memorabilia on the walls behind me. <laughs> um, and when I was talking about the character, I was trying to work out how my personality fits into my wrestling. Um, I was having a massive disconnect with it and I couldn't quite reconcile the two things in my head. And someone said to me, why don't you use the things that you love? Why don't you look at the things that inspired you when you were younger or like the things that make you happy and see if that will translate through? And it just kind of clicked. It was like basic bitch slayer, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but basic bitch slayer. Oh, um, and it was just all for there, just full headed, like full steam ahead. Um, and each bit of it sort of just clicked into place like it was meant to work. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, if you have to go because you have to eat your uh, supper, we totally understand. Well, we, um, yeah, that would be excellent. Um, have you got any other questions before I go? If you get anything you want to know, I would do have questions, but the thing is, if you gotta go, that's you gotta. You go, gotta so. go. We totally understand. Yeah, um, I will have to head off, but thank you so much for having me, and I really hope we can do this again. Oh yeah, we'll we'll have to get we'll, we'll later on in the day or t- tonight. I'll message you a uh, a date that we have open for 2022. Okay, and we'll 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 put you on our my my virtual calendar, and then we'll remember to message you a month before. Hey, remember you yeah. said yeah. So excellent, thank you very uh, much. No have problem. A good one. Take take care, okay. Ruby. Later. You too. Bye. Thanks Bye. very much. Bye. 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 That was an awesome. That was interview. fun. That was a fun interview, Joe, right? Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, <laughs> Jason. Don't hate us. <laughs> don't don't hate us. You're such a cool guy, right? The geek, don't forget, we have to tell the fans if they want to tip us, go to HTTP streamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside. HTTP streamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside. And as I say always, don't forget to go check out your indies promotions. Don't don't forget to go check out Ruby Roberts' Twitter, her Facebook, her Instagram, and go give her some, some support. And if uh, you can, go to some indie promotions. They're doing their shows. Go buy some T-shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees. And we will definitely see you later. We're trying to figure out who we want to have as a guest. See you later. <laughs>